0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. This is the Bungie and Bretster
1: Show.
2: Hello, good morning and welcome to a
0: very special edition of the
2: Bungie and Bretster Show. Not only is it our final show of the year, but we are also coming to you on location, live from Mayhem Collectibles on the Parade at Norwood, directly opposite Coopers Stadium. We're down here, ready to go. Come and say hello. Check out what is a great operation down here and have a game on the pinball as well. But we've got plenty to get through. What a 24 hours it's been in sport. We've had a dream finish at the Baylo 500 for Holden with a 1-2 finish yesterday, ahead of today's big race. The dream not so nice for our Socceroos, uh, as you probably have understood so far, that they have gone down to Argentina. We're going to discuss that all and a lot more. Apparently, Brett Maher has won a golf tournament. We'll try and get to that at some stage Mm -hmm. as well. But first of all, we need to get the big guns in, and the man leading the charge is here.
1: For Maher. Big shot by Brett Maher.
2: Oh, the big shot as usurped the biggest shot in the bungee. I thought it was the bungee and breadster oh. show, but it's turned into the Bretster and nice. bungee oh, so oh. oh. so,
3: show.
1: is so good. Last show of the someone's year. Someone's going to get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Last show of the year and I finally made it to the top. Oh, yes. how about that?
2: Well, look, without further ado, we better get the main man oh. into the show. Oh. <laughs>
1: For my... <Ma>. Yes! yes. <laughs> He's back. Big I love it. Oh, I've sabotaged this. Um. I'll tell you
3: what, I thought Jace was. I thought Jace was my mate. Guess
1: who's going to swoop?
2: Ah, oh, bravo. Jason oh. back in the studio working the buttons is in trouble You're because legend, I, I've Jace. seen Andrew McLeod get feisty on the football field and Jason's got a look in his eye now that uh, you don't want to I'll see. tell you
1: what. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll tell
1: oh, you. What, uh, what a winning show we've got off to to start the day. Oh, oh
3: I came in here I was full of beans and now i just been... <laughs>
1: Somewhat
2: deflated. Yeah, anyway, well, they'll get so on with okay. it. Of course, uh, we do this all a co- uh, thanks to Australian Motors Mitsubishi, Visit Wavell and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors. But we better start with uh, the big shot, Brett Marr. Uh, you're going to the Live Golf Tournament, I understand. Yeah. You've won some sort of event and uh, there are now people circling for your signature.
1: Yeah, I just had to get my mindset right, Kay. So I went down and I thought I'd ring up a couple of mates, so I took... KB and Paul Bauer potsy down to just the pat to uh, have a little hit and... uh Easy money. And, uh, yeah, That's all I, I, I hear. Took, all I, took, I took, hear is easy money. Took their change. <laughs> Paul hits off 7.5. KB's off 14. I'm off... 7.5? As many as they'll well, give the me. What the hell sort of golf tournament and, are you uh, playing in? Away then? I went. and uh, yeah, I, I came home with the biggies. You know and what
3: they say in this case? That every every now and then, a yep. blind squirrel will always find a nut.
1: It's um, the broken clock, isn't it? It's always
2: right twice. You know what,
1: though? We got to the ninth hole and uh, we're like, look, do you want to finish the round or you want to go in for a city? Some beers, so <laughs> we only played nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> the city of beers on out.
2: But the highlight, of course, was this snaking part that the last time I heard must have travelled 13 kilometres from one hole <laughs> to the, and into the bottom it went. I, you
3: sound like Blighty's torpedoes. It's, these, like your,
2: it's about
1: 95 It's like your fishing there? stories, those fish you catch. <laughs> it was, I think it's some form of record. I think they're still measuring it. Um, yep. they're, they're still pacing it out. <laughs> I <but> bet. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I was about 10 feet off the green, and then once I, I dealt with the rough, it got on and... Just, as you said, wound its way down towards it's, it's, the this hole. This
3: sounds like his
1: um, Maybe pinball story last week. It Maybe does. It's got exactly yeah. the same as his Let's pinball Let's talk metres that was that long. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying 20 metres <laughs> uh, on the green.
2: All right, well, there, you've had your moment. That's it. Let's get... Let's, let's talk about, get, let's talk get about, get about the real, rubbish. Rubbish. Talk about so the real golf. Can we talk about the real golf? we talk about the real golf? That's a good place to start. The Australian Open and Adam Scott leading the men's division. G.A. Shin is from South Korea leading the women's division. Australians in the mix in both. But I just wanted to talk and say, men and women together, all abilities golfers together, I like this idea. They've had big crowds. I think the fans are warming to this Australian Open with everyone involved.
3: Yeah, it's certainly leading the way, and it's good. I actually like watching the footage when they actually they cut from the, the men's to the women's, and they just it's, it just makes it so much more interesting. When you're seeing a lot more action, um, it's obviously working for Adam Scott too. 11 under heading into today, so. Um, it's been, it was 2009, I reckon, is the last time he won the the Open. So 13 years ago, it would be nice for him to uh, continue that uh, streak.
1: When he rang me for some pointers um, <laughs> on on Friday, I was surprised. But then uh, I, You were just... the only one.
3: How do you get away with that? How do you get away using your foot wedge, Bretster, is what he
2: said. It uh, made him collectibles here. They have a lie he... detector <laughs> machine oh, as well. Surely. I got that hitch out swing.
1: Get, just get your head over the putter, I said. Just follow it through. And uh, he's been very good. Not so good for Camp Smith, but um, 11 under. And I think anyone would take that. But I think the promotion around the Live Golf um, has flowed into people's interest in this as well. And uh, a lot of people out and about following it. And um, I, I think there's going to be a lot in, not only in the um, Pro-Am and the Live Golf, but the corporate packages down there uh, for Grange. I know a couple of people are looking into that as well. So, yeah, it should be pretty exciting.
3: Yeah, well, um, thanks for that <laughs> case. No, um, no, but it is, it makes makes golf, golf a little bit more exciting, uh, add that, that element to it and... Yeah, looking forward to uh, to Grange next year when they do come down.
2: Mm. Going to be very exciting, isn't it? Look, we're doing it here from Mayhem Collectibles, so come on down to the parade at Norton and check it out. It is worth having a look here. Some great... Uh, I'm still looking for the Brett Mark card, by the way. There's uh, a couple
3: of basketballs I've noticed in the cabinets <laughs> down there, um, Case. I was wondering if they actually might have a Brett Maher signature attached to them or not. Well, but they probably, by the time no, there's a, there's no. a definite no-shake of <laughs> the hair coming uh, from behind the counter. <laughs>
1: I think they're interested in actually making money here, Bunge, not uh, <laughs> not devaluing their basketballs. But I did notice there's a, a nearly life-size Yoda up on the bench, which you uh, were drawn you mean, to. Like, nearly as tall as uh, me. Is that well, what you're I, I think he's got you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I know we play some cards, and, and the winner case gets uh, that would be a fair trophy. The little yeah. Yoda badge. Nice. So uh, we might need an upgrade to something like that.
3: I tend sure. to walk away with that car, with that badge a lot, Case, just in case you wanted to know. permanent uh, in your sort hands. stuck in my house.
1: And which one do I get? The what? Nuffy badge. The Jar Jar Biggs badge. <laughs> the Jar Jar Biggs badge. The badge. There I am.
2: <laughs> well, tell us you were at the Velo 500 oh. yesterday, Brett Maher, and from all accounts, an outstanding effort. Ev- I just want to give a shout out to Nick Perkett, the Adelaide boy. Mm-hmm. Who was second to Chaz Mostert in the Holden? It's all the dream finish oh, how we've good spoken is it? about. The it.
3: Red Army, they're up and about yesterday. And
1: it's just fantastic. You know what I saw? <coughs> <coughs> it is. Hard. Hang on.
3: That sounds a bit more like the F1s.
1: <laughs> Can you do your V8 one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it is. They are super quick. We were. I was just after the uh, the straight where they start coming into a little chicane and then going up uh, King William Road. And yeah. they are absolutely flying. We were speaking to some of the attendants there. They, they were saying probably 180, 190 through the chicane. Wow. You see them hit that. Their wheels come off. They come back down and then jet out. And watching them fly by that speed, it gives a real appreciation for the skill and... Um, Kahunas that they've got because oh. they are absolutely, and it's so loud. though They're zipping past. It, it is really good to watch. And it was hot there yesterday. It's going to be even hotter today, but really worthwhile getting down and having a look. And when the fighter pilot went, like they're loud. When the fighter pilot went over the top, oh my god! Hang, on to, your, hang on to your hats. Well, I was watching. I by. was
3: watching that at home, and uh, you could the the they were doing some um, commentary out of pit lane. You couldn't hear it. Mm. For about 30 seconds, yeah. they're they're all talking and they they're telling a great story and you can't hear all you could hear was that that thundering boom of the uh, the, the fighter jets going over the top, but a lot of carnage yesterday. Yeah, it um, and probably the weather had something to do with that. So I reckon it'll probably affect them ag- again today. It kicks off, I think. Um, Qualifying kicks off at eleven o'clock, and the race starts at about two forty-five. So,
1: but yeah. also, what was really good? Well, I love watching the, uh, the supercars and the the older cars, and watching the old Taranas and the um, Mustangs and that going around. There's some beautiful cars. We went and watched. Uh, we went into the pits where they where they parked them, and had a talk to a couple of them and the, some of the crew and. Big
3: dollars in those cars, big brothers. Big
1: dollars, like for Johnson's uh, Mustang. They're saying not much change out <coughs> of out of five hundred grand, and the motors alone are around a hundred grand. Uh, and not all the cars are, are that expensive, yeah. but that is a beautiful.
3: What, what I did like about car. the um, yesterday too is that a lot of the they actually had a meeting before um, where um, people were able to register to go and um, take their cars on a lap. So I know a few people that actually did that and. Um, They did a a bit of a drive around the circuit in the morning, just in their their normal cars, like, I don't know, people that have got Taranas and Monaros and and Mustangs, like you said, and XB and XA4, and they went and, and did a lap and... Parked on the on the grass as well, so there's a real um, community vibe about the the Valo and it's exciting. And today's going to be a cracker.
1: It, it's hard not to want to go for a bit of a lap. I was driving the fire truck down to get in position, and we were going through a chicane. I'm like, I would give you anything to fire rip truck this thing. Through a chicane. I'd love to rip At the fire speedy. truck around, oh. clean up on clean up
3: on turn five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's a water spillage, but uh, no, it is it is really. Really fun, good vibe down there. Lots of things for kids to do and that as well. Uh, The Killers are playing tonight. How good would that be to watch them? Uh, They were up in the Barossa yesterday and that would be really good to see too.
2: Fantastic. What a way to start. We'll talk more about the Velo 500 coming up here on the Bungie and Bretster Show, but time for us to take a break. We do this thanks to Mayhem Collectibles. Get ready for Mayhem with Mayhem Collectibles, the parade at Norwood. We're on location today. Come down and say hello, or if you'd like to, give us a call on the open line, 1300 736 736, or shoot us a text on 0427 154 166. We've got more for you here on the Bungie and Bretster Show right after this.
0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show.
2: Thanks for sharing your Sunday morning with us here. Speaking of the Adelaide Giants, they have set a club record. We're going to be talking about them a little later. Big win for the Adelaide Lightning as well. Doing great things. And Adelaide getting the job done and play again today, the 36ers. So a lot to get to. But right now we're going to speak to... Uh, talk about the Hockey it Was the number one Australian-ranked Kookaburras uh, have taken the series against India that's being played here. Started last week on Saturday with a 5-4 win, then 7-4 on Sunday. Lost the game on Wednesday night, but that was because Blake Govers didn't play after having a calf for injury. They bounced back to win the series yesterday, winning the game 5-1. Take a 3-1 lead in the five-game series. It concludes today at 4 o'clock. And I'm pleased to say that Blake Govers, the star from the... Australian Kookaburras, is with us on the line, I believe. Blake, good morning to you.
4: Hey, good morning.
2: Great to have you on board, mate. Uh, look, we were talking you up. In fact, I, I must apologise, Blake, because after you scored the hat-trick last Sunday, I was telling everybody that uh, <laughs> we better get Blake Overs on the show and talk to him and how he's going. <laughs> and I think I might have jinxed you because I think you pulled up with a calf injury in the next game.
4: <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but no, <clears throat> so just getting a... Yeah, all good. Yeah, no, it was a uh, interesting scenario there, but um, look, I'm I'm feeling better, and the boys still got the win yesterday in the hot conditions. So they play
1: again today. So it's really hot. So from the stands isn't so bad. They must have been happy uh, the way the guys bounced back after that uh, loss the other day. Momentum's. Uh a big thing in sport they would have been probably feeling confident coming into this game but the defense really held up from my perspective um, when you were down 1-0 and then started to whack some into uh, the back of the net so it must have been good to see the guys really come from behind and pick up uh, in the game yeah definitely so
4: the first three games um, India scored four goals so we know in each game so we knew that wasn't uh, good enough so um, yeah, we, we just really wanted to know that, you know, we can score goals, but we just need to keep them down at the other end as easy as that sounds. So um, we uh, implemented some things and we parked some things that we know that work for later on. Um, so, yeah, it's a good tactical game going on at the moment.
3: In terms of. Um, uh I guess, facilities and, um, around the world and as international uh, circuit that you guys are on, how, how does Adelaide stack up in terms of facilities and stuff for, the, for teams coming in here? Because it's been a while since you guys, the Kookaburras have played here. Um, how's, it, how's it been for, for you guys and, um, in Adelaide?
4: Yeah, well, Adelaide has got the new uh, blue turf um, in on the main pitch there, and they've always had that stand. I remember playing, I think, my first tournament uh, under-13s here in Adelaide. So um, I've got fond memories of, uh, yeah. And uh, so that was a little while ago. But, yeah, the facilities are great. Um, it's a great setup for, uh, you know, hockey players to have a little home, if you would like. And, um, yeah, it's definitely at a standard to, to thrive and, you know, bring some of the world's best to it, for sure.
1: And getting a, a good Indian team out here, considering um, World Cups in India next year, um, what does this mean uh, for the team looking forward to that uh, next year, the build-up?
4: Yeah so the sight of next year the world cup's massive for us um but the main thing is being in Australia you are pretty remote to be able to play the european teams obviously it's a long flight so we're stuck playing New Zealand and India a lot um which look it's a it's a two way street it's great to have such a good competition um as playing India um and they're such a quality side they got bronze at the olympics and we beat them in the final at Commonwealth games so look it's uh It's top-quality opposition and Adelaide um, are loving it and all the crowd are loving it. So, um, yeah, it's an awesome atmosphere and good-quality hockey. We're loving it.
2: Blake, tell us, what's the relationship like between the teams? We see in some international sports where in the teams from different countries seem to get along and are very friendly and socialised, and in other sports, they tend to be a little bit standoff. You don't want to know one another. How is Australia perceived? Do you get on well with everyone, or because you're so successful, do the others try and give you the cold shoulder?
4: Yeah, look, we are, are seen to be a bit of a physical dominant um, team across the world. Maybe that's, that's us good. growing up playing the football code, so... I guess uh, not many teams want to challenge that, but when they do, it gets pretty fiery, so uh, it's a bit of an arm wrestle at times, and India are definitely doing that here, so the first few games were definitely fiery, and we had some words between each other. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's a good rivalry, definitely growing, because they're very competitive at the moment as well, so, yeah, it's a good test. We love it.
3: Hey Blake, personally, um, I guess you've been, you've been playing over in the Belgium Hockey League, um, what happens yep. with when, when everything's done with the series? Do you, do you head back? Are they on a break at the moment? Do you, do you head yeah. back uh, in, the, in the start of the year?
4: Yeah, so it's winter for them. So basically um, the, the hockey fields are either covered in snow or ice, one of the two. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, yeah, it's a bit cold. So I'm quite grateful to be here in Adelaide in this gorgeous heat um, from the you know, very cold Belgian weather. So I'll be here for this series and the World Cup preparations, World Cup, and then I'll head back to Belgium after the World Cup and, and finish the season off there.
1: What uh, what can we expect out of today's game, Blake? Um, last game of the series, obviously we want to finish on a high note. Um, what's the game plan going into this, this last game?
4: Um, I'm very interested to see how India bounce back after the hot day yesterday and also um, losing 5-1. So... Um, I would expect a really big reaction um, from them. Uh, Definitely was their coach, um, Graham Reid, who's an uh, ex-Cookaburra's coach as well. So um, I think he'll be out here to prove a point for their last game heading into the World Cup, and it it may potentially be our last Manchester game, um, international match before the World Cup. So we're going to um, match that and hopefully improve even again on yesterday.
3: Now, more importantly, Blake, I just wanted to ask you about the... I did read in your profile that you you do love the V8s. You follow them. Um, yeah. they're in Adelaide at the moment. I'm sure you got one one eye keeping one eye on them. What's yeah. Like, uh,
4: what, what's uh, who are you a fan of? Well, to be honest, as of late, the last year or so, I've been travelling a lot. I haven't been able to keep a close eye on it. I was meaning to get out there on Friday. Um, uh, I couldn't get there, and now we play on the weekend, so. With this calf, I don't know how much I can walk around. So I try and get out there and um, hopefully uh, get into the pits if possible. But, um, yeah, that's not possible.
1: As far as um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bungie mentioned earlier, you're playing internationally. What are the best leagues um, like to play in overseas at the moment?
4: Uh, look, Holland is always um, very competitive. Uh, they're pretty much a, a professional kind of set up there Um, but Belgium is also not far behind they want to after winning the World Cup and after winning the Olympic and getting Olympic golds um, they're really trying to push their league and and grow their sport so it's getting pretty competitive over there Um, and I really hope that Australia can keep up and keep growing the sport.
2: All right, Blake, we'll we'll leave it there. Really appreciate uh, your time here this morning. Good luck for the team uh, this afternoon as well. It's been fantastic to have the Kookaburras in town, and the good news is the Hockey Roos are going to be playing here next year as well. So best of luck for the World Cup coming up in January, and enjoy the rest of your time here in Adelaide. Get that calf
4: right, mate. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Cheers, lads. See ya.
2: Blake Govers from the Australian Kookaburras there. Scored a hat-trick early in the series. The series now, Australia has won that series 3-1 with the game to come today at 4 o'clock. Last chance to see the uh, the Kookaburras in action here in Adelaide this time around. Just so. going to
3: say the case too. Very talented family, the, the Govers family. It, uh, his brother Kieran played 126 games for the Kookaburras as well. So, yep. um, you know, he's doing some wonderful things that... Bit worried though, Brett. That twenty-six years old doing a calf. Oh, old know? man's
1: injury, isn't it? <laughs> Cheap, because I had heaps of that towards the end. But um, yeah, he's he's quality, quality player. And like you said, to get good quality teams out here is hard because we're so isolated. Yeah, in basketball, we hardly ever got good teams, and if we did, they'd send their B or C class team. So it's a great team to go watch, this India team. So, yeah, if you can, get out and support them.
2: And from personal experience, if you extend yourself at 26 years of age, you can do a calf. Oh. If you just sort of <laughs> amble you through extend. your career yeah. Yeah. and not really extend yourself, you, huh. you get the old man's injury when That's you're a little That's probably
3: off. why I didn't actually... <laughs> <laughs> succeed in my career then i didn't extend
2: myself I didn't do a soft tissue injury like you blokes oh, i thought that uh, you're telling them <laughs> look we need to take a break here we're hard up against the 10 o'clock news here on sensa 1629 it's the bungee and bretster show thanks to lauren x cleaning securing workplace safety google them today we've got a big show still to come stay with us
0: South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show.
2: Oh, thanks for being with us here on a Sunday morning. We're doing it live from Mayhem Collectibles on the parade at Norwood opposite Coopers Stadium. Come down and say hello or give us a call on the open line, 1300 736 736. Shoot us a text, 0427 154 166. Plenty still to talk about, including the Socceroos, brave in defeat against Argentina. We're also going to be speaking AFL, basketball, cricket and more coming up on the show. But right now we wanted to chat about the Velo 500 because I've just seen a whole herd of people march down the parade parade en route to uh, the track and once again it is living up to all expectations great action on the track and great stuff happening everywhere family-wise off the track as well
1: i tell you what there was a huge um, amount of people in town last night the vibe around the city was fantastic and and i think that's the other excellent thing that it brings uh, to adelaide is uh, a lot of people i was speaking to inside the track were victorians were from other states so it brings a heap of people in and there was a lot of pats on the back for the premier for bringing motorsport back to adelaide and into the city and i think it's great for the city to have a big event like this come into the heart of the city
3: i think people have pretty much backed it in by the 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 way that they've showed up Mm. they've showed up in their thousands in their droves and yesterday, you know, the sea of red and, and blue of, um, you know, the Ford and Holden, and I saw it this morning um, driving in here today, that um, there's a lot of people uh, making their way in there, um, and not just um, old people, a lot of young, young people too, families yep. that are, you know, going there and they're all decked out, and it's, it's, um, it's great to see, it's great for the city to have a massive vibe, and also, I did notice when I was walking, coming up the parade, there's a a lot of people with um, soccer tops actually heading towards the, uh, the, the Velo as well. So they're just, they're just continuing their party uh, yeah. heading to the, to the V8s. But um, uh, hats off to uh, Peter Malinowskis, who's um, done a fantastic job. There's a real mixed bag of people that were in
1: there. There was one common theme. What do you there
3: mean by a mixed bag? A, a, a
1: oh, people like oh, old, oh. young, oh, okay. oh, any okay. shapes and there? sizes. There was one common theme. <laughs> mullets. There are a lot of mullets walking around, I well, tell
2: you what. speaking of mullets, I hope you've seen Valtteri Bottas on social media. He has gone the Australian mullet, of course. Fantastic. His partner, Tiffany Cromwell, great cyclist here from South Australia, and he's back in <laughs> Australia. He has gone the full mullet and is strutting down the street in a VB singlet, oh, holding lovely. a VB can. and he's
3: says, any more Aussie than that.
2: In, that's right. He said uh, he's going to take out citizenships. But I wanted to... Um, <laughs> I wanted to give a shout-out to Nick Percat, as we mentioned, second behind Chas Mostert yesterday in a Holden 1-2. SA's other driver, Tim Slade, in a Ford, finished top five as well. Now, both Nick Percat and Tim Slade led the charge to get this race back here in Adelaide, and they've not only talked the talk, but now they've walked the walk, and I really He's think... He's had some sort of
3: races today,
2: Nick Percat. He started in 20th, I reckon he yep. was in the... when he started,
3: and to make his way up into... For Walkinshaw to get that 1-2. This is massive. They
1: yeah. worked their way up and there was no change. In the last 20-odd laps, um, as I'm watching them zip by, they maintained their lead. That top three with Cleary coming in, uh, uh, Courtney, sorry, coming in third. Um, there was no change. They just kept following each other the whole way and.
3: Sniffing each other's fumes, it as they, uh, basically. It was
1: they. Uh, they dominated that race, uh, especially that last twenty laps.
3: Wouldn't it be nice if, uh, for him to take out take out the weekend? Yeah. How good that sort of a homecoming, you know, of sorts would be would be fantastic to, to see that. And I think it would be, and for the that whole, the the theatrics and the theatre behind Holden, you know, the last race in in South Australia, the home of Holden. Um, and for Holden to finish up the top. And we know um, Shane Van Gisbergen has already won the championship, but just that little bit of... I think that would just add a little bit more to it if we could see uh, Nick get up there and, and hold that trophy up as a champion for the weekend.
2: And if you want to follow what's going on today or at any stage in the V8 supercars, follow our friend of the show, Kara Jenkin, who was being on board with us uh, this year. And she's at V8 Girl Cara on Twitter. She has been and done laps of the circuit. She's picked out all the best spots to watch from, best places to be. She's got it all covered. And as you mentioned, congratulations to the Premier, Peter Malinowski. He's done such a good job in getting this race back up and running should never have left anyway but he's got live golf here he's got the afl footy festival here if we can just get the commonwealth games here Bungy, because <laughs> we know how much brett Maher uh, is into the commonwealth wow <laughs> chef de michon himself he's going to be the chef de michon <laughs> of our commonwealth games bid to get it here in south australia i tell
1: you what if i can be named the chef de michon i will try and get it here myself Because I don't think there's any cushier job than that one. You get to go to all the events, get wined and dined, speak to the athletes.
3: So you're talking about Cara being every, everywhere on the track. What about old mate? He's driving the fire truck down the pit straight.
1: Oh, unbelievable. We, we were able to get special access into areas that not everyone could get to, which was good. Oh, so sorry. we did get in, into now. the pits. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I was just tweaking, when I was <laughs> tweaking Peer Cat's car to get it revved up into climbing back into oh, the... I just make know, sure so the tires... Yeah,
3: <laughs> Tinkering with the fan bell, make sure the timing was right.
1: I bet you I
2: bet you had no trouble finding the pits area, did you? Because I'm telling you, some <laughs> tell of you
3: your what, work. I reckon is pretty, I lowbrow. I know what he, he would have found pretty quickly too, It would have been the Euros shop.
1: I heard I heard they were stocking <laughs> Nippies and I got there and I drank them out.
2: Uh good friends of the show, Nippies, here on the Bungee and Brexit show. Nippies, farm grown and family-made. We need to take a break here because we need to talk about the World Cup. It's all coming up here on the Bungie and Bretster Show. Stay with us. We'll have more for you in just a moment.
0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show.
2: Ah, thanks for being with us on a bright Sunday, heading for a very warm day here. Northwesterly's coming in as well, so get out and enjoy it if you can. Get down to the Velo 500, get out and support our hockey ruse. Uh, so the Kookaburra are out there playing today as well. But right now we're going to talk about the big event overnight. Did you get up and watch them play? Let us know. Shoot us a text here on 0427154166 or give us a buzz. On one three hundred seven three six seven three six, we'd like to hear your thoughts because watching it earlier this morning, I got the impression seeing Australia playing for a quarterfinal spot in the World Cup against Argentina. To me, that was a win in itself, even though the final result was two one their way. How did you see it, Bungy?
3: Oh, I think you, you can certainly walk away um, and feel very proud of the the soccerers and what they've done. I just think that we, uh, you know, we went into this this campaign as as pretty much underdogs, um, and we had blokes like um, you know legends of the sport like Jamie Carragher, uh, the English superstar, who's basically said we're going to finish dead last. Mm. So we proved a lot of people wrong, um, and what that goes to show is that um, I think if you look at the makeup of the Australian side as well, is the, the A League is a great breeding ground. It's a great competition, and it's world class. And we've seen that with the with the, with the the Socceroos. Yes, we felt fell short. We probably lacked a, just a little bit of class, Bretster, in the end. But we had a crack. I mean, we went down swinging.
1: Yeah, I think if you'd said, we're going to finish top 16, I think anyone would have taken that. And once you get there, you want to go further, obviously. Coming up against Argentina, who are stacked. And Messi never, um, never lets you down, does he? He's always top quality. And in a lot of the games, we didn't dominate the ball. We were like you look at possession. They had 60% of the ball and, and controlled most of it. Um, we, what we did do well is take huge advantage of our opportunities right through the World Cup. Well, we only had a few, but we made the most of them. Like Lecky's goal uh, against Denmark was. Fantastic. But
2: what about the South Australian boy, Craig Goodwin, (laughs) uh, scores against France, the world number four in the first game, and then scores today. Why he came off the bench, I don't know, but let's relive that great moment. Ah,
5: burst past Molina, good turn of foot there from Aziz Bates, looks up, gets a cross in. Clearance knots, oh, a slight deflection, and it's a goal for Australia. Craig Goodwin has scored from a long way out. Heavy deflection, completely wrong-footed, Emiliano Martinez. Enzo Fernandez, the midfielder, is the culprit. And Australia have a goal in this round of 16 clash.
3: What a goal. And what, what a tournament he had. I'm, I'm a bit like UKs. I'm not sure. We'll, 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 we'll probably find out down the track as when they go through the review and why Goodwin probably started on the bench. He did a power of work during the tournament, so... He, it wouldn't surprise me he came off limited um came off a very limited preparation as well as we saw is in the lead up with the um through the A league as well so um yeah but he's a star um and and I'll just reiterate what I said around the fact that the, the A league it is a it is a serious competition but like you said Brester, sometimes you get blokes like you get these 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 one in a generation players or we've had a few i guess in the generation that's gone through but Lionel Messi He's, he is just a class. He is absolute class above. And he had something like 50, I think he had 56 effective passes of 58. He set up a number of scoring opportunities. Um, he had six shots on target. He, he scored a goal himself. Um, he's, just, he's just phenomenal. And he just, in the moment that he, he, his country needed him to step up, he stepped up.
1: Can I quickly go back to the Denmark game, which got us into this game? Um, I was reading this morning about how their tactical notes ended up in the hands of <laughs> Coach Arnold. Uh, and well, he, he dropped s- it. Didn't he drop it? We well, dropped it on the pitch. And apparently, they, it looked like he was just so he up a bit our, of rubbish. So he changed that defensive structure. And, well, you could say that he did. He said he didn't take any notice of it, but why wouldn't you? Um, that's pretty interesting <laughs> for me. That they're taking that sort of stuff on the field, and then it ends up in our hands.
3: Um, yeah, well, schoolboy stuff, hey, isn't it? Oh. Hey, you take it as you, if if they're they're stupid enough to drop it, and you take advantage of it. That's their problem. But yeah, one thing that's probably is going to be, um, and I've seen a little bit on on social media. There's been a lot of I guess um, heat towards Matt Ryan and, and, yep. to, and his mistake that he made. He he had a, a cracking tournament. Like he was phenomenal in. He, he saved Australia's bacon a number of times um, throughout um, with some of his saves. I've got a question for you guys: Is that what, what is the insistence of us? And I've been saying saying it f- for a couple of weeks around Australia wanting to play out from the back. Like we we clearly don't have the skill set to be able to do that, and it's, it's it reminds me a little bit like under 12, under 14 soccer, where they te- teach you to play out from the back. There's clearly instances in the pressure in the games where you need to clear the ball. And we got caught napping a couple of times when we we insisted to continue to play the ball out from the back.
2: I guess you have that style of play and if you're going with that plan, you want to stick with it. But it's a tough gig being a goalkeeper, that's for sure, because you can have a great game and one error and everyone wants to cane you for it. But I think the good thing about the whole tournament was that Australia scored in every game. Mm. So we've scored in every game and not a lot of teams were able to do that at the World Cup. And it set up a massive boost for Adelaide United. The next home game, I hope Adelaide fans get out and support Craig Goodwin and go and watch Adelaide United as well because they play an attractive brand of football. And, of course, it leads into the Women's World Cup next year. So let's hope that this is a springboard for football in this country for them to do that because Basketball Australia have missed the boat terribly with the Women's World Cup recently in Sydney to where we are in the WNBL season so far.
1: Us making it to the top 16 is a huge achievement. Some of the countries that missed out I mean, there were some huge upsets of massive, massive Belgium, Uruguay, all these huge (laughs) countries that are unbelievable. And I I think we overlooked that in, oh, yeah, we made it through the top 16. We finished ahead of absolutely.
2: It's a win. And what about the response at Telstra Stadium outside Adelaide Oval this morning, where it was just jam packed?
3: Yeah, I've seen it in Melbourne. Fed Square.
2: well, I was but at Fed Square yesterday and there were still lots of people there. This is the day before. Mm. And at 5 a.m. this morning when I was leaving Melbourne, the, it was like it was the middle of the day with a number of people like going to the, the football. They had around 15,000 at Amy Stadium as well.
3: Well, apparently they couldn't see the TV for like 10 minutes afterwards because when we when Craig Goodwin scored, they wouldn't have a clue what was going on because <laughs> the flares and the smoke oh, God, <laughs> had, no. blocked, had blocked the TV. But, Case, okay, so I just want to go back to your point. It would be really um, sad if, if the Soccer Australia don't capitalise on this opportunity. For One sure. One thing that I know about sport, basketball, you know, we've talked about this, is basketball off the, the World Cup, they miss these opportunities to promote their sport. Now, if you look at the AFL and the way that they promote sport in, in Australia, rugby league does it quite well as well as the two probably biggest sports in our country. There's a lot of missed opportunities around um, the promotion and and actually you know getting more participation, more support, more sponsors. Like I look at the A League and like a lot of people don't even know the A Leagues on. No one like they should be doing these massive deals with these you know the Foxtels or the Free Airs to get it on. And tell me the last time you watched an A League game? Have you gone to Paramount and watched an A League game?
1: No, Do you watch it? No, I don't
3: know too many people that, that will pay the subscription to go and watch it.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. What I'm interested in as well is the money. Some of our players now, they're talking about it, um, the jump in value, all the Premier League teams that are now looking at our players off the back of this as well. Some of our players are going to get a, get a, a, a <laughs> massive get a, get increase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. like there's at least five or six guys in our team that well, are going to... Craig, yeah, yeah
3: Craig,
2: exactly. he's, he's going to get snatched up. Two games. Are we going to lose him at Adelaide. I, I know that he's very keen to live here in Adelaide with his family. So let's hope that you, remains. You, the you same. do see
3: that a lot. Of, like, off the back of the World Cups, when you see like you, you're playing the best, the against the best, obviously the best, of the, the best, and here's your opportunity to put yourself on the world stage. A lot of our guy, a lot of our soccerers boys have have certainly um, done themselves some favours by the way that they've presented themselves, the way they've played and no doubt they'll get rewarded with some some great offers going forward and and congratulations to them well done and we're we should be so proud of our, um, our soccerers and what they've achieved.
2: Very good point there from Bungie. As you say, we should be very proud of our achievements at the World Cup. We need to take a break here on the Bungie and Bretster Show. We do it all thanks to the Adelaide Lightning, your South Australian women's basketball heroes, and we'll be talking about them very shortly here on the Bungie and Bretster Show.
0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Bungie and Bretster Show, of course brought to you by Mayhem Collectibles. We're down here at the Parade at Norwood and uh, the store is starting to fill up. Come down and say hello to us and... If you're wanting to go to the Valo 500 today, then... Stay listening because we may have a way of getting you there after the news. We'll give you a chance at that. But we do have uh, the Zito. Harry Potter cloak. We've... We're from Mayhem Collectibles <laughs> that we've picked up.
6: Harry One Potter. of those
3: invisible cloaks. We're going to sneak
6: you into the <laughs> into the veil. Uh,
1: now, we've got Michael uh, Zito from Mayhem Collectibles with us. Welcome to the show, Michael.
6: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Um, the store's going well. Uh, the shelves are packed for people to come in for Christmas shopping. What uh, what are some of the items that are uh, running off the shelves at the moment?
6: Yeah, so like you said, the shelves are the shelves are packed, gearing up for uh, gearing up for the Christmas rush. Uh, what's going crazy at the moment? Listen, the Pokemon advent calendars are a really good way for uh, parents whose kids are into the Pokemon to stay away from the chalkies <laughs> in the lead up to uh, in the lead up to Christmas and uh, and focus on some more collectible sort of alternatives. Uh, Pokemon tins that we've got going on. We're running specials on our Elite Trainer Boxes for the sports fans. We've got specials ranging from our basketball to World Cup soccer. Um, other, other great gift ideas include the folders, uh, sleeves, Funko Pops. We've got a, a lot of different sort of stuff that's coming in at the moment. So best, uh, best advice is to just come down and check us out.
3: I did notice that, and I always like to look at things, Michael, and I mm-hmm. go, what, what, what looks like there and what looks <laughs> like Bungie, and I go, well, I'm clearly the. The, the guy standing on top of the drinks machine up there, the green guy. The green guy? Yeah, he looks like me. Yeah. I can't does. even see it. He's a bit he... smaller than you, though, uh, isn't he?
1: Yeah, I've seen Yoda.
3: No, I was talking about the <laughs> other bloke up there. Oh, the Hulk. Now, I, was, I oh did notice, re- like there, you've got a collectible of backpacks. There's one there that looks like Brett's the Pinocchio huh? in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. So, uh, what, so <laughs> backpacks are obviously a bit of a hit. I'm a Ninja Turtles fan. You're a Ninja back Turtles back fan? Back in the day.
6: Yeah, so those backpacks there are made by a company called Loungefly. Fly. Um, really, really high-end sort of backpacks and they're meant for both children and adults to enjoy. Um, They are all licensed by, you know, Disney and the other franchises. Uh, Amazing attention to detail and, and, and a really good buy whether you're young, old, in between. You've got the
1: Pops here as well. I know my uh, nephew, he uh, collects a lot of them. He's got a room full of them. Um, great for collectors as well, a huge range. And also, people come in, there's the pinnies here, you've got the skill tester. I noticed Sponge had a crack at that, didn't, uh, didn't oh, quite get anything. I haven't had a go yet, but <laughs> well, certainly got my <laughs> oh, line, so I was right? preempting that you weren't going to... And there's the NBA Jam, which is uh, a classic to play on, um, uh, and now let's talk about, I know when we had you on yep. a couple of weeks ago, we talked about some of the big um, pack openings that you yes. do here. Can you tell us a bit about some of those?
6: Yeah, so we, uh, so we do box breaks every, uh, every week, um, usually on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And it's a great way for people to spend, you know, a little bit of money to get into the chance to win, um, well, going the chance to pull cards from packs and boxes that are worth thousands of dollars. So a lot of the time, if you don't have access to thousands of dollars to open product, then going into a break where you've got given a chance to get a team or a multitude of teams, depending upon you know how many tickets or how many entries that you're buying at, uh, it's a really good and affordable way for people to enjoy the hobby.
1: And trade day yesterday, trade um, day yesterday how did that go?
6: Crazy. So usually when we have our trade days here, um, the place is packed. We like to sort of start them about 11 o'clock and generally there will be, uh, we'll have three tables set up. We'll encourage everyone to come and, and trade with each other. Uh, the boys at the back usually, usually put duck races and whatnot on the screen to do giveaways and packs <laughs> to the kids. We've got a coffee machine right behind me there for the adults to sit down and enjoy their time um, whilst we take care and entertain the rest. When I
3: was a kid growing up, we used to have the, like, you know, we used to have cards and all you know, stickers and stuff mm. like that. And, we play those games. You've got a perfect little um, set-up here for, you know, when they f- put the cards, you can put some cards out there on the ground, they flick those ones and they, they yeah, flick yeah, them on yeah. top of each other yep. and stuff. They still play <laughs> that in the schoolyard, <laughs> get the kids in here. But, um, yeah, I, I, like when I had envisioned what it is, the setup, I didn't expect it to be like, like this.
6: It's, um, it's, it's massive. Yeah, it is massive and it is a lot different from what you probably expected. Uh, it doesn't look like a stereotypical, I guess, card store or a collectible store. And that was part of the reason why we exist. I mean, um, I think we spoke about this before the first time I was on the show, but this was, you know, conceptualised out of an idea of what I wanted a card store to look like, what myself and my business partner visualised it to be. And the products have changed so much, and I'll take you guys for a bit of a tour later on and show you. But the fact is, is that whilst the products have changed, more often than not, the places that sell them haven't. And, uh, and the attitude towards cards and collectibles isn't either. So we wanted to create a space that, you know, dads can come and enjoy with their kids, that mums can come and enjoy with their kids, that kids can come in and feel like it's a, it's a, it's a cool, safe, enjoyable way to, uh, to have an experience.
1: Well, we're hard up against the 10.30 news. Thanks for coming on, uh, Michael. Make sure you come down to Mayhem Collectibles at the Parade Norwood. We'll be back after the news with maybe a chance to get into the Velo 500.
0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. This is the Bungie and Bretster Show.
2: ...location of Mayhem Collectibles here on the parade at Norwood opposite Coopers Stadium. Come down and say hello. If you're good at arm wrestling, you might even get a nippy's juice out of the claw of Brett Maher if you can beat him <laughs> in a best of three falls. Andrew McLeod is <laughs> alongside me as well. And uh, right now we've got a guest on the line. His name is Tim from North Haven. And this is a very generous offer, Tim. But uh, Great to have you on the show. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Uh, good morning, guys. My pleasure. Um, yeah, look, so...
5: I've uh, copped a bit of a lurgy. I'm sort of sounding a little bit like Joe Cocker's love child at the moment. So, um, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we, we had four-day goal passes, which is front row, pit straight. We went yesterday. I lasted about half a day, and, and that was it. And as you can hear, I'm starting to fade already. But um, ideally, look, I don't want these to go to waste, and I'd really love these to go to somebody that perhaps can't afford to go. Um, just today's tickets alone are only worth 300 bucks, and you've got the concert tonight as well. So... Um, I want to put it out there, if I may, that anybody that perhaps can't afford to go today that, that's pretty desperate to go, um, <clears throat> I'd love to hand these over so somebody can go and have a
2: great time.
1: And the winner is Mr. Jay Casey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was first. first sir. I, I well may done, have, John. I may have had a head start
2: here. Look, now we, for commercial reasons, can't actually do this. We can put you in touch with Tim if you are interested. Just get in touch with the studio. Uh, you can shoot a text through on zero four two seven one five four one six six, or a quick call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six to get in touch, and we'll put you in touch with Tim. But it's a very generous offer, Tim. Yes, thanks, uh, Tim. Tell us about yesterday. Uh, a great day there, apart from the fact you're not feeling 100%? Oh, look, it was. It was. It was just, honestly, we've had such a long winter, and then
5: all of a sudden, the cop that heat, um, it just it just threw a lot of people. The state, you know, the actual grandstands are quite empty, and everyone's, everyone's packed like sheep under a bloody tree out the back just trying to get a bit of respite. So um, I think today will be different because we've already had that lead-in for that one day. But it's just an awesome event and so good to see Adelaide back alive. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. Uh, Full credit to, uh, to the Premier, mate. Brilliant. In terms of racing, did you enjoy the, enjoy the racing at all? Uh, what racing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what we like to hear, Tim. Look, thanks very much for being so generous today. We hope you're feeling a little bit better soon and we'll get some people to get in touch with you and sort out a plan. But thank you so much for those gold tickets to the Velo 500.
5: Good on you, guys. My pleasure. I hope somebody has a great day on
2: our behalf. That's fantastic, oh, that's isn't wonderful. it?
5: Lo- that's the spirit
2: that Race generates, spirit. Uh, you know, so that's just fantastic. Uh, so get in touch <laughs> with the studio.
3: Oh, did, <laughs> did you see much racing? No, not at
2: all.
1: <laughs> and there'll be some empty seats because I think he infected about 20 people around. <laughs> now, that is, that is super generous a Thanks, Tim, for that. And, um, yeah, there'll be two, uh, two happy people going along today. And as you said... Get along to see the Killers, that um, wow. will be fantastic tonight yeah, as even well. Even
2: that alone. This is the Bungie and Bretster Show. We do it thanks to Lorinex Cleaning, supporting sample and community football in 2022. Google Lorinex today. And while we're speaking football, let's turn our attention to the AFL because still plenty happening. In fact, the... Uh the schedule has been uh, announced for the first round and it's been done while the Socceroos are playing Argentina, which hasn't gone too well, down too well with some people. But interestingly, the round one fixture, the Adelaide Crows are at GWS on Sunday 19th of March at 1240 not a great time slot. And Port Adelaide, well, they play at home against Brisbane on Saturday the 18th of March with a 4:05 start, which, again, uh, isn't a favourite slot for a lot of people. But um, that's what's coming out for the two Adelaide teams. But, of course, we had the AFL draft during the week as well. Matthias Philippou went at number 10 to St Kilda. and Max Michael number 17 to the Adelaide Crows, a bid matched from Sydney that Adelaide matched to get a father-son and their first father-son. bunch. what did you make of all of the eight? AFL draft? Oh, look, you know,
3: it's a great opportunity for these young blokes um, that have, you know, over the last couple of years, we've seen that, um, not that it's been... Well, a lot of the competitions, I guess, have been a little bit compromised with COVID and haven't had... Um, so it's probably their first season, full season back with some of the... in the under-18 competitions and being able to get out and, you know, play against... Uh, in, the, in the competitions, we saw them come over to South Australia and, and, and play a bit out of thebe as well. So for those guys to get themselves, uh, you know, in front of the recruiters. Look, it's it's hard to, I don't know, it's, it's all exciting at the moment. We've got a number of young blokes that have made their way onto lists, but the proof is going to be in the pudding in terms of, you know, going in, doing the work. One thing we spoke about last week in, in terms of these young blokes, obviously full of ambition, they want to go in there, earn the respect by the way that they, their actions and the way that they train and go in and, and earn the respect of their teammates by, you know, training and then hopefully, you know, they can, um, you know, get some, some practice games in and start to find a little bit of form, where they fit in in terms of those sides and um, they're on their way. But, yeah, I, I don't get too excited. The one thing that probably, um, you know, that, the, the, the I wasn't real happy with is, you know, like, you do, you just get excited and you watch the draft, but watching the rookie draft unfold. Now, when, you know, and maybe I'm a bit old school, but when, when I was playing, I remember that the rookie draft was an opportunity for blokes that didn't get a game, like, you know, weren't exposed into the AFL system. And if you look at some of the guys, listen to these names blokes have picked up in the rookie draft, Dean Cox, Matt Prittis, Josh Gibson... Stephen Milne, wow. Aaron Sandlands, Brett Kirk, Matthew Boyd, and then look at the Adelaide sides: Ben Rutten, Nathan Bock, Michael Dowdy, Jason Paul Pleasure, Rory Laird. Wow, Dean Brogan, Daniel Pearce, Tom Jonas, Dan Houston. These are guys that Big picked names. up. These are guys that have picked up in a rookie draft that didn't get, weren't exposed into the the system, hadn't got an opportunity. Now we're seeing blokes like Phil Davis, Ed Kerno, Paul Seedsman, blokes that are 33. 30, 30, 32, it's 33. Not for that, getting is it? an option. It shouldn't be. Now, you can't begrudge the AFL sides because there's, they're, the rules. There's, they're the rules. And they've found these loopholes in terms of the way that they can get around it. Um, they're able to free up some space, some salary space, and then bring these guys back in as well that have been on their, their injury list. So you can't, you can't begrudge the, the AFL sides. But I just I think we've got away from what the rookie draft was set up initially for. And I think the AFL needs to make a little bit of a stand um, in terms of what, what the way forward. Because for footy people that you know uh, been around for a while, it just it's the draft has become a bit farcical. Like the other day wasn't great. Sit down there for a couple of days and watch it, and then they just end up passing it. It's it's a bit. It becomes a bit boring. So, I just think that they need to revamp it a bit. Those blokes, yeah, they should be part of that pre-season. The old pre-season draft, you can get... I know it's all... all Melganer made it into one now, but it just needs to be done a little bit better in my
2: I think the big positive out of it was that, including the AFL draft, the rookie draft, and the Category B rookies, there were 16 players from South Australia taken. Every sample club, all eight clubs are represented. So... That towel is still coming through the ranks here in South Australia.
1: That's a great result. What did you think of uh, father-son? We've had a few that uh, in the past that haven't gone on to play. You look at Jarman Edwards in the past. Uh, Max McKinlay. Do you reckon uh, go. Michael yeah. Laney. Yeah, that's same, what it, same one. That's what I said, Case. <laughs> <guys. laughs> six six one-half one, <laughs> dozen the other, really. <laughs> uh, what do you think of that? Uh, is he going to work out? I
3: don't know. I'm a bit like, well, you know, we'll we'll, wait and and have to wait and see. There's a lot of um, pressure, I guess, on the young being that, I guess, that that, in that father-son mole. But it'll take some time to develop. Hopefully, you know, can go out and play some some games.
1: Who do you think's done really well at uh, all of those drafts? Like, who's going to be a a much better team or a better team out of it? For me, Melbourne were already good. I think getting Brody Grundy into that list um, to go with Gorn and that, I think. I think they're going to be very, very good next
3: year. Yeah, I think there's a number of those those top teams tend to go pretty well. You know, there's all this talk about young Will Ashcroft going to Br- Brisbane. Look pretty good. Yep. Um, they've tended look like they've done pretty well. <laughs> Interesting story, and we talked about this young Blake last week, South Australian lad from Woodville West Torrens, uh, Mateus Filippo, um, and there was all the talk about him going to uh, Essendon, Essendon at yep. the time. Essendon passed up on him, and they end up um, picking up Elijah. Tatsus at uh, number four pick, bypass Filippo he got squeezed down to number ten, and then the story came out afterwards and uh, around, uh, F- he, Filippo's exchange to Adrian Dodoro, he's the Essendon re- recruiting manager? Which is uh, a bit a little bit of cheekiness, which is you know it's 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 that's that's all part of it. It's fun and I think it's it's uh, quite uh, quite funny. But um, after they chose him. Uh, ahead of uh, Mateus, he uh, actually went past him and he just said to Adrian Adoro, Elijah better be good.
1: Oh, oh, oh wow. That's, uh, that's some backing of yourself. But I love it. I yeah. love the confidence in the kid. you certainly got the confidence. And I think you've got to have that. Yeah, um, I think you're right. But you just can rein it You can rain it in. <laughs> but, but I think that goes to show that he's probably going to end up being a very good player to have that self-believe. Oh, that's a cracker.
2: Very good. Look, we need to take a break here in the Bungie and Bretster show, but just a reminder if you're interested in going to the Valo 500 today, two gold passes are up for grabs. Just call through on 1300 736 736. We're going to be taking names between now and when we wrap up the show at 11.30 and we'll announce the winner a little bit later, but thanks to the generosity of Tim, who's phoned him with uh, two gold passes that we are going to be facilitating you and Tim to get together and share the experience of the Velo 500. But time for a break here on the Bungie and Bretster Show. We're doing it all thanks to Nippies. Quench your thirst this summer with a Nippies ice-flavoured milk or fresh juice. We've got them here on location at Mayhem Collectibles. Come down and say hello. We've got a free Nippies for
0: you as well. We'll be back with more right after this. Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show.
2: Great to have you on board here with the Bungie and to Show. Andrew McLeod and Brett Maher here at Mayhem Collectibles alongside me, John Casey, and we're having a great day of it. Time now to talk some basketball with the great man, Brett Maher, because the Adelaide Lightning have had two wins in four days. They beat Canberra by 10 points on Wednesday night. Then last night, they scored a nine-point win over the Southside Flyers, 91-72. And Adelaide were very impressive last night, Brett Marr.
1: Yeah, 19 points. Um, that is a big win, especially against a team that had beaten them. Uh, Lauren Jackson didn't play for the Flyers, which is a big out for them. Um, but, wow, what an outing, especially for our imports. Um, for, for those guys, they were awesome. 23. What did they have? 45 45 points between them. them. Mm. Uh, Great outing to see them. Really starting to blossom over the last couple of games. Also, not just that, like 14 and 10 boards, 24 boards between them as well. Steph Talbot was efficient for her, 12 points. Uh, Lauren Mansfield's been excellent as well over the course of the last few weeks and um, they're playing some really good basketball. It's good to see both teams, uh, the 36 as well, starting to string together some wins and, and looking really good. Of course, our girl Izzy uh, um very efficient again in her kind of 16 minutes. So, yeah, that's a big win, a real big stepping stone for them. Some really good uh, home wins, which are so important in the season. So really good for them uh, to get going. And I talked, touched on the 36ers, um, their game against uh, Cairns uh, a couple of days ago. They were, well, I, I won't say very good. Uh, their first quarter, they have not been able to get off to a good first quarter. What I would like to see... Uh, is a bit of a change, both in their mental application towards the game. Like, if you're not playing well every single first quarter of every home game, change something in the way you're coming to the game and getting ready for it. Um, CJ made a lineup change. He put Nick Marshall, which I thought was a very interesting change, into he goes from being 11th man to starting five. Staying, yeah. I, I didn't Ahead get that. Of uh, well, Dremick didn't play. He was out injured. We went to training the day before the game. He was uh, out injured. Uh, his back seized up the day before the game and was only doing light shoot around. Um, I think most people
2: expected it was going to be Sunday Ditch coming into the starting five. You would
1: think five. so. I, I would have thought so. What they did do, they had an amazing fight back over the course of the next uh, three terms to get him back into the game. They only led for like five seconds in the game. Well, they, led,
2: they hit the first bucket of the night, mm. and they did not hit the lead until the last minute, again, until the last oh, minute and, of and
1: the what game. what an ending. Like, you could not... Calam- uh, Calam- let's just call it a, a calamity. 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 Seriously, what was going <laughs> on? Frank's, Franks gets fouled, gets challenged, uh, which I thought they were going to win the challenge. They didn't. He goes to the line, knocks in all three. The crowd was going nuts. It was very loud in there, which was great. Atmosphere was awesome. And then they've got no timeouts left. So they inbound three-quarter court. Franks catches it, thinks the game's over, goes to throw the air, takes a couple of steps, bang, travel. You're like, are you kidding me? And then they, they inbound the ball. They've got two seconds left. I had a good look at it. And it looked, I thought it was going in, uh, which would have been horrible if, if, for 36 fans. But, well, it
2: would have been overtime. Free yeah. basketball, you can't well, complain was, about that. There was that. so
3: many things. Well, Mitch McCarron... Like he I mean, didn't have his best night. When he, uh, he ended up he with broke a broken his, broke nose, nose as well. He's got yeah. a broken nose, but yeah. He, um, yeah, that when he when he uh, basically fell over on the floor. It was a foul, a clear foul, but they yeah. that obviously used their uh, challenge before that, so they couldn't go back to it. Um, but there was just some moments in that game you thought, wow, who wants? No one wants to win this game. But what I was going to ask you about is that, like you, you did mention about the starts and haven't been great. But one thing I really that um, over the last few weeks that I've really enjoyed is uh, particularly late in games, the ability to deny opposition the opportunity to score. Now, their defensive efforts in, the, in that last eight or nine minutes were the best I've seen Much
6: all better. season.
3: And the, their ability to actually deny um, Cairns the, the, to, to come in and actually get easy, they were, they were shooting some horrid shots, and that was based on the pressure that the Sixers were putting on them. The 4-1 yeah.
2: without Craig Randall, and that's that defensive intensity that they've found in his absence. I haven't seen that. That's,
3: it's, the last two weeks it's been so evident, and particularly late in games when the, the game's on the line. We know, come on, we know Barley. They only play the last two minutes, let's be honest.
1: Here's my advice for the start of their games. <laughs> oh, you yep. just didn't want to touch that one. No, no <laughs> jump, jump that one, hop, skip and jump it. Uh, my advice for their start of games. First four shots they took, were fadeaways, Mm. mid-range fadeaways. Terrible. Get ball movement, get to the bucket, or get wide-open shots, and you're going to get off to a good start. The other thing is, play with intensity. on They're playing this lethargic man-to-man, half-court crap at the start of the game, and that flows into their offense. I think they should be up the court, turning them, get that intensity on defence, that'll then flow into their offence and they'll get off to much better starts. You'll see a remarkable change. Rather than waiting till they're 15, 16, 17 down to do that and get themselves back can in. I, can I start give you, the game with I'll that. I'll give you
3: a little bit of advice. Chuck mm. in your man. He's the one that he's the one that brings the energy. Mm. Sunday day. Mm. He's the one that brings the energy in. He's the one that I've seen over the, la- the course of the last few weeks that's changed the, the intensity. He's changed. He's bought on this. He brings the energy for-, for me, for the Sixers, and I think that the more time that he spends out there, we talked about the fact that he has been playing limited minutes. The last w- couple of weeks, he's got a-, a lot more time on the court. He's the one that's
1: driving that energy. Mm. You've got a few players on that team that are real high-energy players. Hiram Harris, when he comes in, adds real good energy. Best game
2: of the season, I thought.
1: Yeah, Dremick. Uh, when he comes in, uh, if he's playing, adds energy. Sunday adds energy. You've got those guys and, and keep interchanging them. That'll flow into the rest of the players. Hiram Harris, one of his shots, uh, and I like the way all different people stepped up in the last quarter. Yep. He hit a circus shot going to the basket. Not preferred
2: right hand. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Which
1: was unbelievable. Then you see um, uh, the young fella... Uh,
2: Nick Marshall. Marshall. Nick Marshall. Marshall
1: come down, hit a three on the yep. break. Uh, That's what was good for me. All different guys chipped in, um, which was good to see.
2: And they play again today against Sydney. And that is live at 1.30 today. So, big game there. And that was a great escape. 19 down against Cairns. Biggest comeback in the NBL this year. Had they not come back, they would have been 1-4 and four at home. Mm. And the natives might have been a little bit restless. But a great call for Paul Bonza, of course, uh, on the SEN coverage as well, along with Rupert Sapple doing sapsquatch a great job. Big squatch there. Yeah, he did a great job. Just okay,
3: get... uh, One thing for, for Bonza, I think you have to get a brighter
2: shirt, mate. If you're
3: going to sit with the Sapper, yep you're going to get the <laughs> sapsquatch. He needs to work. <laughs> Got a wardrobe.
2: <laughs> See what we can find for him for Christmas. Uh, for that, just quickly back to the Lightning. One thing I wanted to say about the Adelaide Lightning: they had 29 assists in the game on 36 made uh, field goals. So. Outstanding work. That would be almost pushing towards a WNBL record. I would have thought 29 assists in the game, and you've got uh, you know Laura Mansell had eight, Steph Talbot had seven, Whittle had five. They're sharing the ball. Nat Hurst, the coach, has their got
3: offensive rebounds are off the chart too. Has, has got to them the
2: really stats. operating very well. So get down and support the Adelaide Lightning. They are our team here at SEN. they do a great job. And um, look. They're going places at the moment.
1: They are. They're playing really well. And the 36ers' next game is against the Perth Wildcats. So next Friday, if, if you can get a ticket, get down there because that is going to be a cracker. Always is against the Wildcats.
2: We need to take a break. Hard up against the 11 o'clock news. Stay with us here on the Bungie and Bretster Show. Still plenty more to come.
0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show.
2: Ah, great to have you with us here on a Sunday morning. We are live from Mayhem Collectibles on the parade at Nord. Come down and say hello, get yourself a bargain, check out the price skyrocketing, the Brett Ma collectible card here, Future Forces, whatever you like, it was over $8. Future Forces.
1: <laughs> I got MVP of that game. Um, Did you? Mm. Anyway, uh, we've got much yeah, better you... things to talk we about. We do, in <laughs> fact, and we
2: want to speak about Australian Motors Mitsubishi as well because you can visit their Wavell or Southern Mitsubishi showrooms. They're driven by Australian Motors and they've been great supporters of our show. Last half hour of the year for Andrew McLeod and Brett Maher here on SEN 1629. You can hear the NSA. people cheering. And, well, you're going to be missed, I know that. But let's talk about the cricket because all things uh, are going well in the cricket at the moment in terms of Australia against the West Indies, but also the South Australian Redbacks. Getting a rare win in the Sheffield Shield as well. But let's start in Perth, where the Australians have dominated the uh, Test cricket against the West Indies. And just to kick off, I wanted to give a shout-out to SEN's own Ian Healy, who I heard interviewed during the week in the build-up to the Test match. And his big point was, watch Marnus Labashane get oh, yeah. runs. And not only did he get runs, he almost got drunk. He had that many, didn't he? <laughs> 204 and then 100 not out. Incredible performance, and uh, what a display. He,
1: he's amazing, isn't he? Like he's I guess he's meant I reckon he's mentored, I think he's heard mindset, him say, Yeah um, off of Smith. And to see them both get double hundreds in that first innings was amazing. Head come in and get ninety nine, um, just just off his century. That was hard to watch. It was <laughs> it was <laughs> that
3: was hard to watch and he dragged it on his stump.
1: But yeah, you oh. feel sorry, don't you? That ninety nine, when you're on ninety nine must be ridiculously hard that just to get over that little hump but unbelievable batting from the Australian team uh, they carried that on in the second innings as well yep and uh, yeah really good to see uh, Laberge uh, get some big runs just
2: on Marnus, do you realize I read today that in the last four years that he has played he's been dropped in terms of someone dropping a catch he's been dropped 16 times and been caught out 20 times. He wow. has been the luckiest batsman <laughs> in the history of the game, and it happened again, off, he was caught off a no ball here in this Test match. So uh, taking nothing away from the runs, because that is a mountain of runs he's scoring, but that is extraordinary to be dropped 16 times. i tell you, you don't that, want to be
3: dropping a the, catch. Well, yeah, you want to, you don't, well, history would say that you don't want to drop it because he takes his opportunities and he goes on after that. So if you want to get him, get him early. But one thing is that... Um, his he's double ton and, and being able to back that up with 100 um, yesterday makes him the eighth player of all time to score a double ton and 100 in the same game. Yeah. He's only the third player ever since in Australian history, since Doug Walters and Ian Chappell, to be able to do that. So, great little bit of history there for, for him to be able to do. But talking to you guys before, and I just want to touch on that. That, that mindset around the fact that he just knew that he only had two lunch. And uh, he said, you know, in his interview after, the, after he'd scored it, and he said, I knew that I had lunch, um, that we were going to call it. And I had S- Smithy in there, and I said to him, mate, we've, we've got th- I've got 30 minutes. You reckon I can make it? And he <laughs> said, of course you can. So he, just, so he had a crack. And, you know, for Steve Smith just to play his role and to push singles, to get him on strike and to give him every opportunity, it's just great. That just shows you what a healthy position that the Australian team's in as well.
1: Well, Craig Braithwaite's probably the only one putting up a little bit of defence in this second innings uh, for the West Indies. I think once he gets knocked over, it'll just topple down and we'll see the end of the test. They've got to but, get uh, seven
3: wickets today, so it's going to be interesting.
1: Well, it will be, but I think they'll get him um, once they knock him over. He's playing well. I mean, 100 under this sort of pressure. Um is a pretty good effort. From it's him a great as well. knock,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, incredible knock. And of course the second test starts here in Adelaide December 8 to 12. So we start here on Thursday. A lot of people didn't think we'd still be playing this test today. There was lots of predictions that they were non-competitive the West Indies and it'd be all over in a few days. Well here they are into day 5. They come to Adelaide. Maybe Pat Cummins doesn't come or doesn't bowl in Adelaide. That's still to be decided, but mm. the test starts on Thursday. Get down to the Adelaide Oval and enjoy it if you can, but uh, they Would like to get these seven wickets today get off the series to the start that they're after
1: it's always a big decision when to declare when you've had massive innings like that like do we declare earlier and give ourselves a lot more time to to get them out i mean should they have declared earlier i
3: don't know 500's a good target
2: yeah (laughs) i think so
1: (laughs) it
3: always seems to be the number the magic number that pops up five five year 500 then you can you can declare
1: i guess if they bet out the day though. It Ooh, looks I don't, a bit silly. I
3: don't, well, I don't, I don't, don't know. Like no, I mean,
2: you, yeah, you don't want to. But anyway, it, it's a, an interesting scenario. But you would think... It's not, not the West Indian the, way. <laughs> that we get the seven wickets, <laughs> I would a cr- have thought. They can
3: have a crack. Mm.
2: They will. Look, uh, we need to take a break here on the Bungie and Brettster Show. We do it all thanks to the Adelaide Lightning, your South Australian women's basketball heroes. We'll be back to wrap it up. Stay with us here. and We're going to, of course, give away a couple of gold tickets to the VALO 500, courtesy of our listener Tim, who's been very generous with that. So stick around. We've got more for you right after this.
0: Adelaide Lightning, South Australia's most successful women's sporting team. Legends on and off the basketball court. Baseball season is here. Come cheer on the Adelaide Giants and discover your new favourite sport this summer. Welcome to the Bungie and Bretster Show
2: into the final furlong here in the Bungie and Bretster Show live on location from Mayhem Collectibles, one of Australia's fastest growing trading cards and collectibles specialist, mayhemcollectibles.com.au or opposite Cooper Stadium here on the parade come down and say hello, shop getting pretty busy we've got youngsters in here as well they've got pinball machines it's uh, it's all happening got here. Got a few dads reluctantly handing over their they credit are, cards. They are they? The credit card's coming out <laughs> so uh, it's all good and of course we do have two gold passes to the Vale 500 today. If you'd like to go, just give us a call at the station we'll put you in touch with Tim. Our number 1300 736 736 or shoot through a text on 0427 154 166. We'll put your name into the hat and we'll get you in contact with Tim who has been kind enough to donate his two gold passes that are available today. About $600 worth, I think. $300 ahead. Wow. Uh, Front row seats—you can't miss out. It's going to be a great day. So uh, if, Even like if you don't to, want to
3: go and watch the racing, you just go down there and uh, it's. And, this is a bit like the cricket. Well, t- everyone goes. Yeah. Everyone gets to go to the cricket. And the, the back of the grandstand is full, more full yeah. than the front of the grandstand. Well, Tim said he didn't <laughs> see the racing yesterday. He was too
2: busy enjoying the other things that were on offer there. So um, get in touch with us if you'd like to go to the Balo 500. Nice way to wrap up the season here on the Bungie and Bretster Show because it is our last show of the year. Time now for us to talk about the Adelaide Giants. We've saved the best till last because the Adelaide Giants, we've been all over them since we started this program back in July and they are on a club record, seven-game winning streak. They've won three consecutive games in Sydney this weekend. Two yesterday, one on Friday. And they play again today at 2 o'clock Eastern to try and get the clean sweep. And then they come home for eight games. So get out and support them at West Beach. But they've been outstanding, Bretster.
1: They've been fantastic. They've had a few runs in the past, uh, going back to the bite and with the Giants of 5-0 runs. But seven uh, games in a row is magnificent. Good to see. We had to wait till the third innings uh, yesterday in Game 2, Uh, to break that open, where we uh, we got four in the third, uh, running home, but uh, they're playing some good baseball, Bunch.
3: Our man's going all right too, Nick Ward. Another home run. Uh, He's, uh, (laughs) he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, since he's been on the show, I tell you what, he's just, uh, his stocks are going like the Mayhem Collectibles at the moment, they're just skyrocketing.
2: We hit four home runs this year, and we adopted him very early on when he came out here, of course, if you haven't heard it earlier, uh, Nick Ward is an American who is going to be playing for Great Britain at the World Baseball Challenge next March because of his parentage, and he's come out to Adelaide, and he is tearing it up at the moment, and Mitch Newenborn from the West Torrens Eagles threw a perfect three innings with seven strikeouts to set the scene on Friday, when uh, Adelaide won 7-5, yesterday won 4-0, and then 9-0 in the doubleheader, and in the 4 0 win, Miguel Cienfuegos, yes. the left handed pitcher from Canada, that's Miguel Cienfuegos, <laughs> has really come to the party. And I think Stop he's it. a name that we're going to hear a lot more of. Oh, especially I hope so. from you guys. I hope so. <laughs> I
1: tell you what, when Wardy, when Wardy rang me about his grip um, <laughs> uh, to get it over the fence, and I said, look, just tighten the grip, move it a bit left to right. And, uh, and you'll be okay. And you'll be okay. So that uh, really's helped him out. You know, so that's he he's a left-hander. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said left to right. <laughs> so as he swings. And through, who was the golfer you've helped
2: out this weekend?
1: Um, all Adam of them. Cam Cam Smith they all was it? Right? <laughs> it wasn't Cam Smith. It was Scotty. Oh, Adam, um, <laughs> Adam yeah, Scott. That's right. I think. I yeah, think.
3: I think yesterday being at the track. There's maybe... Yeah, it's fried his brain. rest got a bit close to pit lane and those fumes have just gone into that skull of his. I'm uh, either that, havoc.
2: Either that or the 18 Nippies juices that <laughs> he's sugar here hit. this morning. And we should point out the Nippies, who are great sponsors of our show, they're sponsoring the Carols by Candlelight at Elder Park on December 11 this year. So that's next Sunday. They're going to have their van there with drinks, free face painting for the kids as well. But some of their product has been outstanding. We don't have to go on about Brett Maher and his love affair with the honeycomb uh, version of We're the... the or- there was about
3: six orange juices on the table when I walked in this morning yeah, at about a quarter to nine. And what's
2: that down to two? <laughs> so when I, I, I can see his. eye oh, look, the eyebrows came up straight away. He said, is there still two over there? I might just launch across the table here. <laughs> well,
3: forgive him for coming off the... No. He's got the night shift to get onto tonight. The benefits are so.
1: getting in early, bunch. I got in and was able to sneak a couple <laughs> down and uh, away we go. But yeah, the, the game's still on. For the Giants as well, they're still playing. Uh, yep. They've still got a couple more games against the uh, no. Blue Sox. Yep. So uh, and then
2: coming home, and they're starting there on Thursday night. So get out. So and playing support. Canberra next. Is it Canberra, Canberra next week? That's right. Yeah. So, so
3: is that so? Does that, that make it a crossover? Yes, they do division. cross
2: over yeah. as well into the other divisions. Of course, Adelaide top of their division at the moment. So uh, they're going along very strongly. It's great entertainment. I know the, uh, that they like to paint it as one of the best sporting experiences here in Adelaide. It is a lot of fun. I've been down there already this season. We,
3: we didn't hear from anyone from the, from the Giants this week, but we, well, we talked last week. But We didn't know how many balls were hit over the fence and how many dogs got, um, yeah, went over with true. baseballs after the Bring Your Dog Day.
1: And... What we want to see is the uh, dunk skill machine. test dunk machine. Yes. Well, That's I can
2: guarantee that I, is coming.
1: I will be sitting is on it? there at yep. some point. <laughs>
2: and you're on it, and you're on it on the list as well. Sure, so surely over I'll, the get, surely I'll get a year, cut period. of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can cut your way into it if you go into the water. We'll ah. be lining up to uh, come and get you dunked. I'll be happy
3: to come down and throw a couple of that old mate here, sit on the. Well, on you'll have dunk to go machine. first
2: because if. Old oh, mate here, the Bretster <laughs> goes first. He goes into the water. No the water, water comes out. You're going to hit the bottom of the tank. Oh come
4: on! <laughs>
3: oh, oh, oh. oh, we
2: try to have some fun here on the Bungee and Bretster oh, show. I've wow. Really enjoyed it so far. If this is the last episode we do, but our great sponsors, Australian Motors, Mayhem Collectibles, Adelaide Lightning, Laurenex Cleaning, and Nippies as well, been on board from the start. We really thank them for their support. Been outstanding, and really enjoyed the show as well. And uh, hopefully we'll get to do it again in the not too distant future, but um, right now, what's uh, what's planned for you for the remainder of 2022, Brett Marr?
1: Um, well, work, work, work. I've got uh, a bit of work on. Um, we're going away just after Christmas as well, so uh, looking forward to that. Uh, have a bit of relaxation and uh, yeah, not, not too much plan. What about you, Bungie?
3: No, uh, actually. From now until Christmas, my my sole objective is to get my pitch right. So, it might be a little bit of a chat to uh, Les Birdet and uh, just make sure that everything is in shape and I've got the right uh, chemicals going down. And
1: uh, but not the, the weed, look... Not the weed and feed. No,
3: I'll tell you what, it's looking to treat. I, I took a couple of lengths off it um, uh, on Thursday night and I'm very excited about uh, the sun coming out now and I'm um, looking forward to, to That's That's my whole it's a my lot sole of pressure. focus.
2: It's a lot of pressure for you to carry every summer to get the backyard cricket pitch pristine so you can get out there and make some runs.
3: Oh, well, it is, Case. Okay, so and when you got people that travel, I've got people coming from Queensland and Melbourne <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just to come and have a look at my pitch. And, uh, no, it's, it's exciting. I, it's, a, it's my favourite time of year. We talked about it. I, the, the, this, Like I said, the, the Vallow 500 is in town. We've got some great events, the, the baseball, the hockey going on. Uh, you know, it's that time of year, Christmas, everyone's favourite time of year. Everyone's up and about. Everyone's in Mayhem Collectibles mm. at the moment too, just buying cards. And I'm interested to see uh, if we can actually get... Uh, you know, see see if that uh, that futures card is actually a real thing.
2: Yeah, we might have to check it out. We'll put it up on the socials if we can track it down. But twenty shows in, and as I mentioned, when we started this, we wanted to make it local. We wanted to be glass half full, and even today, Australian Open golf, the Kookaburra Series win over India, the five hundred we've spoken about, and this drink farewell for Holden, the Socceroos uh, having their. Brave performance against Argentina. The AFL Draft, the Adelaide Lightning, the Adelaide 36ers, Test Cricket, the Adelaide Giants, the Redbacks. We keep it local and we hope you've enjoyed it as well. We've still got two gold passes to the Velo 500 to give away. If you want to be involved, just give us a call into the studio on 1300 736 736 or shoot us a text on 0427 154 166. We'll put you in touch with Tim, who has the two tickets he can't use today and would like to share the experience with. So get in touch with that as well. And we'd like to to hear you keep listening to SEN 1629 SA because so much sport still to come as well with the 36ers running hot at the moment and of course the cricket test to start here on Thursday
1: and we're winning we're winning at nearly everything at the moment the Redbacks are winning 36ers lightning the Socceroos were winning Adelaide United, um, when Adelaide they gave United. United are winning so get behind the SA teams get out and support them get out and watch them and, and we're here to promote them so uh, let's keep it running
2: And the 36ers, can they go all the way this year, Brett Maher? That's the question.
1: Well, I think they're around the mark. I think they've got a really good formula. There's a lot of questions. Do we need that third import? I don't know if we even need it. I think they're looking all right. If they do, uh, it'll have to be someone that fits into the culture. And that's been said by multiple players. Mitch McCarron leading that as well. Um, So, yeah, I think they're looking pretty good. And we were talking about it in in the break, that how tight those top kind of seven, eight teams are, there's nothing in it, it's a It's an open race to the championship this year in the NBL, and uh, let's hope the 36ers can get back there. It's
3: pretty much the same in the WNBL as well, isn't it? Mm. So our our girls, the Lightning girls, um, who we're massive fans of, they're going really well. Sitting fifth, I think, at the moment, so they've got some, you know, there's still plenty of uh, time left in that season to be able to come home strong.
1: Imports are hitting their straps too, which is good to see, and the other uh, content of the team is playing well. Well,
2: Steph Talbot, uh, World uh, Cup all Star Five and Izzy Borley is maybe the most exciting youngster in the WNBL at the moment as well. So a lot to look forward to there. And I think Bungie, a lot of people will be very curious about how you see the football shaping up next season for the Crows and Port Adelaide. Are they both going to play finals?
3: Well, I think at the moment they're just like the other 16 teams in the competition. They're all uh, they're all they're all starting afresh, all on zero points, and they'll be excited about the summer. I guess you know it's been a. Um, uh, an interesting couple of years for both sides. You know, Port have had all, that expectation of playing finals and we've heard them being pretty bold and brave about what they want to achieve. So um, it's going to be a big year for both sides. Everyone's expecting the Crows to continue to improve. So we'll look forward to seeing what uh, the summer shapes up for the both sides. And yep. let's hope their
1: big recruits can really step up as well. Port Francis. Um, see if he can do well. Rankin, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing those guys step
2: up. Too. Yeah. Exciting times ahead. Enjoy your Christmas. Thanks very much to Paul Bonzer here on location with us at Mayhem Collectibles and Jason Regan doing all the hard work for us back in the studio Thanks, as well. Great efforts by you both and a pleasure to work with Brett Maher and Andrew McLeod on the Bungie and Bretster Show. Well played, gentlemen, and have a safe and happy Christmas no matter what you do.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bungie.
2: Stay safe, everybody. Thanks for having us. We'll see you soon we we'll